Today on the newscast, President Biden pressures Israel to come to a ceasefire with Hamas terrorists in Gaza as rockets fall on Israel from another front. Get all the breaking details coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. Back home from New York City after two great days filming a TBN special called Israel Under Fire. Now, it will air tonight, Wednesday, May 19th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, exclusively on TBN. Do not miss it, folks. We have a great lineup for you of guests, including three former Israeli ambassadors to the United States, Ron Dermer, Michael Oren, and Danny Ayalone. Senator Ted Cruz also joins us, New York Times bestselling author Joel Rosenberg, and a top spokesman for the Israel Defense Forces, on the ground in Israel will give us a breaking report with some very timely information that you need to know. So check it out tonight. Israel under fire on TBN, 9 p.m. Eastern time here in the States. Okay, let's get into our daily Watchman update on the war between Israel and Iran-backed terrorists uh, in Gaza, chief among them Hamas. Now, the Israel Defense Forces says that approximately 4,000 rockets have been launched from Gaza into Israel in the past nine days alone. This is actually the 10th day of fighting, I should say, so 10 days. But that 4,000 number, folks, is equivalent to the 4,000 rockets that Hezbollah launched at Israel over the course of the entire 2006 war, which lasted over 30 days. So Hamas has equaled that number in only 10 days of fighting. That's number one. As I come to you here at 11 a.m. Eastern Time here in the States, it's about 6 p.m. in Israel, the rockets continue to fall, mainly now on southern Israel, but some barrages are also still reaching central Israel as well. 4,000 have been launched from Gaza, but several hundred of those rockets have not reached Israel. In fact, they have fallen inside Gaza. And the worst part about it is, Palestinian civilians are dying from these errant Hamas rockets, including, reportedly, a family of eight the other day that was killed when Hamas launched a rocket and it fell, I guess it misfired, inside Gaza and killed this Palestinian family. We want to talk about civilian casualties. That is the main reason for any dead Palestinians in Gaza, Hamas, and their strategy, number one, of willfully using civilians as human shields and intentionally and heartlessly placing rocket launchers in heavily populated civilian areas and residential areas in Gaza. And the second reason, of course, is these rocket misfires also killing Palestinian civilians. Now, the Israel Defense Forces says that at least 125 Hamas terrorists have been killed in this operation over the past 10 days, and dozens of Palestinian Islamic Jihad terrorists as well, of course, Islamic Jihad is another Iranian subsidiary uh, operating in Gaza today. Obviously, in terms of achievements for Israel in this war, that vast underground tunnel network known as the Metro has been largely decimated. That is a big accomplishment for the Israel Defense Forces that really weakens Hamas and their ability to move freely, underground moving freely, but transiting weapons, rockets, fighters, and everything else in that vast underground tunnel network. One target for Israel, one goal still, is the elimination 
of Mohammed Def. He is the leader of the Hamas military wing. Now, Israel for years has been trying to get a handle on him and eliminate him. Uh, they have tried reportedly twice in the past week. They have eliminated some close to him, but he definitely is the big fish that is still out there who has caused a lot of chaos and carnage over the past several years uh, and has the blood of many innocent Israelis and Palestinians on his hands. Meanwhile, Israel has taken out several top Hamas commanders and Palestinian Islamic Jihad commanders over the past 10 days as well, which brings us to the current state of play, I guess you would say. President Biden has not, over the past week and a half, been pressuring Netanyahu, it seems, at least on the surface, to any great degree. But now today, Wednesday, May 19th, his tune seems to be changing. Biden placed a call to Prime Minister Netanyahu and is reportedly now telling him he expects Israel to wind operations down today, Wednesday, May 19th, and de-escalate the situation. I'm not seeing a similar call placed to Hamas, or even better, to Hamas's masters in Tehran, the Iranian regime. But apparently President Biden made this call to Prime Minister Netanyahu today. Prime Minister Netanyahu, in turn, is saying, look, we are going to continue this operation until we believe that Hamas is sufficiently deterred from future rocket barrages against Israel. We want to set them back years. And that's what Israel is doing right now. Hamas, at this point, is screaming for a ceasefire because they have been hit and they have been hit very hard. But Israel has some things it wants to accomplish before it ends the operation and for good reason, folks, because no civilized society can live under the conditions that Israel has had to live under over the past 15 years with Hamas, 16 really, plus with Hamas bombarding Israeli cities with rockets. No one can live like that. I'm an American. I can only imagine if I was in Texas and a terror group from Mexico was bombarding cities throughout the Lone Star State with rockets. How would I feel? How would I live? What would we do as a government here in the United States? That's the situation Israel is in right now. And we'll see how Israel responds to this increasing pressure from the U.S. now. The international pressure has been, in, been there from the European Union, from the U.N., the usual suspects. Uh, but now Biden ramping up the pressure despite this ongoing war that has been sparked by Iran an Iran-armed, funded, sponsored, and supported proxy group called Hamas and Islamic Jihad, another Iranian proxy. So to me, folks, the timing of re-entering that disastrous Iran nuclear deal, there's never a good time for that deal. But right now, as Iran is sowing chaos throughout the region, through Hamas and Islamic Jihad, now the United States is going to go to the negotiating table and basically hand over to the Iranian regime, the world's number one state sponsor of terrorism, billions of dollars in sanctions relief now when we know that that money, that cash flow, that sanctions relief that the Iranian regime receives will not go to building schools and playgrounds in Tehran. It will go into the hands of Hamas and Hezbollah to destroy schools and playgrounds in Israel and elsewhere in the region. So I can't think of worse and more bizarre timing to reward the Iranian regime, because that's what this Iran nuclear deal does, than to come to the table now, as Iran is fanning the flames in Gaza and throughout the region. When will the Iranian regime be held accountable? President Trump did it and did it very well during his term, but 
Things have reversed in a very disturbing way, to say the least. So stay tuned there. A last thought before we go. Another major incident today. Four rockets, I mentioned this at the top, four rockets launched out of Lebanon to Israel's north, targeting the Israeli city of Haifa. Now, Haifa is a beautiful city, by the way. It sits on the Mediterranean coast. It is kind of almost at the northernmost point of Israel along the Mediterranean coast. It is Israel's third largest city. Four rockets were fired in the direction of Haifa from southern Lebanon. This was the third incident in the past few days of rockets fired from Lebanon. Now, the fear all along, or the concern, I should say, has been that a second front would open. It's bad enough. You have Hamas and Gaza to the south, of course. But a lot of people are asking, saying, wow, will Hezbollah throw its hat in the ring to the north? Now, I've been saying that I expect Iran to preserve or hold Hezbollah in reserve for a future battle. I call it the Great Northern War. So you might ask, okay, where are these rockets coming from? Well, there are also Palestinian groups uh, in southern Lebanon. Israel believes that those groups are behind these rockets. The grade of rocket they are using is apparently different than what Hezbollah uses. Hezbollah, much more advanced, as we know, equipped directly by the Iranian regime. But if these rockets continue from Lebanon, folks, that becomes a problem. Uh, Number one, Israel has responded today with artillery fire at those positions in southern Lebanon. And secondly, Israel eventually will hold, number one, the Lebanese government accountable, just as Israel holds the Lebanese government accountable for allowing Hezbollah to operate freely on its soil. But secondly, perhaps Hezbollah eventually would have to be held accountable as well in that they are really the overlord in southern Lebanon, folks, along Israel's northern border. Nothing happens there, including these Palestinian rockets that were launched over the past few days. Nothing happens in southern Lebanon without the knowledge and approval of Hezbollah. We've also had masses of protesters storming the Lebanon-Israel border from the Lebanon side over the past few days as well. Something to keep an eye on. Look, I still think that Iran will likely hold Hezbollah off to another day. A time of Iran's choosing, when they activate that ring of fire full stop that surrounds Israel right now, one segment of it right now has been activated in Gaza, but Hezbollah is the big prize. They are the most lethal Iranian proxy to the north. Of course, you have the Houthis to the south in Yemen, Iraqi Shia militias in Iraq, Syria, Israel encircled. That has been Iran's goal, a diabolical goal, and Iran is playing the long game. They may hold Hezbollah off for another five years until they believe Hezbollah is ready and the time is right to activate that ring of fire. In the meantime, Hezbollah continues to arm itself to the teeth, some 150,000 rockets and missiles aimed at every inch of Israel. I said it yesterday, folks, you could look at what's happening right now with Gaza, somewhat of a dress rehearsal, a dry run for a future plan. Iran taking notes on the damage Hamas is causing, reaching Tel Aviv, obviously, now on a regular basis, the volume of the rockets, also taking notes on Israel's response, civilian, political, and military, the United States response, and the international response. Uh, The mullahs, look, the game of chess was invented in ancient Persia, which is modern-day Iran. They are savvy operators, I'm sad to say, and they have a plan and a strategy, a long-term goal. That goal ends, in their view, in the destruction of Israel. 
But here's the good news. That ain't going to happen, folks. I've read the book, and I've read the back of the book. The book is called The Bible, The Good Book, and Israel will be just fine because God Almighty, the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, still, yes, still, sits on the throne. We are going to continue to do what we do here at the Watchman Newscast for such a time as this. I think of the book of Ezekiel, chapter 33. God Almighty says through Ezekiel, if the watchman, I'm paraphrasing here, but if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not sound the alarm, he will be held accountable. We feel like we have a mandate here to tell the truth and to bring you the inside story of what is happening right now in the world's most pivotal and chaotic and strategic region, the Middle East, and how it affects you no matter where you live in these Bible times in which we are all living today. So let's continue to be watchmen and watch women on the wall to be salt and light and to be light in the darkness. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. Watch the special tonight. Remember, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time on TBN, Israel Under Fire. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.